0: Hello beautiful, welcome to Wellness Wednesday where we discuss mental, physical, sexual and spiritual wellness. I am your host, Delilah Dalton. Dalton. Hello everyone, I am super excited about today's podcast. I am so happy to announce that a friend of mine will be joining me in conversation today. We will be discussing the benefits of combining sex and cannabis for a better sexual experience, as well as how cannabis can help with overall reproductive health. Today's guest and I go way back to our days working in cannabis dispensaries, where we created a bond over our love for the plant and educating others about the wonders of the plant. Inya, one of two creators of Beyond the Bud, her boyfriend Kevin being number two, creates educational cannabis content on their Instagram, YouTube channel, and website. Their goal is to educate as many people as they can about cannabis, all while breaking the stigma. Hi Inya, thank you for taking the time to speak with me today.
1: Hey Zelilah, thank you so much for your intro. First of all, that was a great intro and it's really great to hear your voice.
0: (laughs) Of course, of course I, I miss you so much i wish you'd come back to cali
1: i miss you and i miss cali too girl <laughs> how are you
0: feeling how, how are you doing today how, how's that florida weather
1: it's hot it's i mean i really can't complain i'm doing pretty good it's it's really beautiful down here <laughs> definitely miss california i miss the mountains but um yeah i can't complain i'm doing really good it's been a crazy six months, <laughs> but it's been a crazy six months, I'm sure, for everybody. Um, so currently, I'm just kind of working from home, but um, yeah, just kind of doing my thing. What about you, bro? How are you doing? I'm doing
0: great. I'm doing great. Thank you for asking. Um, you know, just, you know, adjusting to, to the new world that we're in. I feel like it's a, a totally different world than it was since we last saw each other, so... Still adjusting, but other than that, I'm feeling pretty good about it. I feel like it's much needed. I feel like it's going to be a much better world when we come out of this.
1: Oh, definitely. I mean, I feel like this has definitely been uh, long overdue, the change that we all needed. Uh, so I definitely hope um, this year, I mean, it's only been six months. So <laughs> hopefully the next six months is just a lot more positivity and um, good things to come.
0: I have I have a great, great feeling about everything. It might get ugly before it gets pretty, but I feel like in the end, everything's going to be fine. Um, so yeah, let's just hop right into it. I um, want to give the audience a little bit more of a background on you. Um, I know you've been in cannabis for a really long time. Exactly how long have you been in cannabis?
1: So I started back in the industry in about um, 2013. So about six, seven years now, definitely been a ride. I mean, when I first started in the industry, it <laughs> was not the way it is today in California, at least very different world recently, you know, left the bud tending, um, managing side about a year ago to focus more on creating beyond the bud and making that, more of a priority, um, but still educating, um, still trying to break the stigma, um, which is really the main focus of beyond the bud.
0: Right. And you and I are actually doing extremely, extremely similar things, which makes me very excited, you know, to see another, another woman doing something similar to, to what I'm doing. And I feel like together we're changing the world. So thank you for everything that you do. Thank you for inspiring me to keep on doing what I'm doing you're an amazing person (laughs) tell Kevin I said thank you as well he's dope
1: oh I definitely will yeah yeah we definitely admire you for all your there's not a lot of people I feel like out there trying to educate as much right now like um so I really appreciate you and your education and you being so vulnerable um, in a lot of your podcast and your videos, um, it's like very raw and I love it. So thank you too. Well, thank
0: you for always supporting and me. That,
1: that really course. does
0: mean a lot. You know, usually it's it's strangers that I hear from. It's not too often that I hear from people that I actually know, which is weird. It's it's weird how it works that way.
1: But right. Um, it is really weird people that you know in person
0: <laughs> tend to kind of just be like,
1: you know, they, they support you, but a lot of some of uh, the bigger supporters are people that you don't actually know in person. And um, it is nice when you get somebody that you do know, like yourself that really does um, just support you and um, wrap your brand and everything. It's really, uh, it's really nice. It really is.
0: Um, So if you want to go ahead and let the audience know where they can find you, your, your Instagram, your website, just so they can search yeah. you if they need.
1: Yeah, definitely. Um, so I'm most active on Instagram, which um, you can find me at Beyond the Buds uh, with an S on Instagram. I do post educational videos uh, right now. I'm doing educational videos every Tuesday on YouTube and the Weed Tube. So I'm doing like Terpene Tuesday videos, um, kind of just breaking down a terpene a week in really short, easy di- to digest videos um and uh i'm also currently working on a blog and a and pinterest um so there's going to be a couple more platforms that uh you'll be able to find me on um not everything is completely ready and then we do also have uh our website which is thebeyondthebud.com um so we're really excited about that uh we recently launched the website maybe like 2 months ago um but it's definitely been a work in progress, learning curve, but it's all really exciting. So
0: Awesome. Thank you so much for sharing that. And I also wanted to say that the website is dope. I checked it out like the first day that you posted about it, and it's amazing. Your, your intro video on YouTube is, <laughs> is also super dope. Thank you so much. I, <laughs> I love it so much. It's so perfect. I feel like it per- per- perfectly captures um, you and Kevin together as a team which I really love. You guys definitely make a great team. And I actually wanted to mention like, how we met. Inya and Kevin were actually working at a dispensary that I used to <laughs> educate at frequently. And it was always just so cute to me to see like this couple working in a dispensary together, both in management positions. I thought that was super dope. So to see you guys go out on your own and do your own thing was just super inspiring.
1: Thank you, girl. It's been quite a ride. I mean, I can't even believe how long we worked together in such a small little office. Like it literally was like a closet. So we spent our days and nights together like twenty-four-seven, but we came out so strong from it. Um, We work really well together. And essentially, we knew we wanted to create something together that we could call our own. So having Beyond the Bud now up and running and, you know, just constantly working at it, it's really exciting to have a partner in crime and just he's very supportive too, which is great. He, you know, always posts my videos on his Facebook and has his family very involved. I don't think I could do all of this without him, just because there's so much that goes into it. He's a little bit more behind the scenes.
0: That's so awesome for you guys to, to take that leap of faith and go from being in this, these management positions at a dispensary to go do your own thing. And I can definitely relate to that. I had been working in dispensaries for like five years and I'm seeing all these brands, all these companies. And like, I'm at some point, you kind of just want to do it yourself. At some point, you kind of want to work for yourself. Right. You want to push your own brand, you know, like all that time that you spend doing something for others, you can be spending that time doing for yourself. And like, it definitely is scary to to take that leap and say, hey, I'm going to go into business for myself, but I feel like it's well worth it. And like you said, it, there definitely is a learning curve, and there definitely is like a lot more growing to do for you know you and me and, and all of us. It's still a relatively new industry, and it's it's still like a fresh new time where we're actually able to do what we're doing. You know, whereas before we weren't really able to. So
1: um, right, it's accepted now a little, well at least a little bit more accepted in uh, the public eye. Um, but yeah, definitely a hundred percent. Um, it's, it's crazy that, you know, we've been in the industry so long, but it is also crazy that it's not normalized. So, um,
0: well, I know you remember a time where it wasn't in the public eye at all. And it kind of was a thing where it was kind of like this unspoken thing. Cause you know, I've been going to dispensaries since, 2013 that's when I turned 18 I had been on the outside of them prior to that just because people that I know were going to them but literally the first thing I did when I turned 18 was get my medical card and back then it was like this secret society type vibe because like you go to the shop you don't even see like a sign outside it's like this unmarked building and it's like this super like low-key thing no one was really talking about it as much and if you were you were viewed as a stoner
1: right it was all kind of out of mouth and yeah no very very different world i mean i remember when i first got my first med card like you said when i was 18 i was like super excited um i had to take a bus um you know to downtown la like by myself took 2 hours um, to find this little sketchy hole-in-the-wall place that didn't really have a sign. You didn't really know what it was. Um, but, you know, that's that was a doctor, and that's how you got your, your rec back then. So totally different world now where you don't even have to do that. Exactly.
0: <laughs> so what did you tell the doctor when you got your rec? I'm just curious. Like, what did you – what did when you I, tell them you needed the rec
1: for? The first time they got it, or just now or whenever. Um, the
0: first time, the first time when you were 18 and you went to see the medical marijuana doctor, what did you tell them that you needed the rec for?
1: So at that time, um, I had started smoking cannabis, I think around the first time when I was 17. I had started struggling a lot with depression um, and an eating disorder, and I was taking antidepressants at the time, but they weren't really working for me. Um, and I had a friend that introduced cannabis to me. I knew of cannabis, but I didn't really know. I, I just viewed it as what everybody else viewed it, you know, normally would be cannabis at that time, which was that it was just a drug and people just used it to get high. And that was pretty much it. Um, but it actually helped me a lot then. Um, and it helped me with my depression and you know, helping me with eating and anxiety and just a ton of other elements. Um, so when I did get that rec card initially for the first time, although it was like a super exciting experience because I could, I felt like I was doing it legally. Um, it was for medicinal purposes. So I told him, you know, it was for depression um, an eating disorder, anxiety, and um, I get really bad migraines too. So like, I just got, it was a, like a long list of, you know, you check the boxes of what you get, like what you have. And, um, and then also like PMS because, uh, being a woman is extremely hard. And unfortunately I have really, um, hard periods and cannabis has helped immensely. So, um, yeah, I mean, that's <laughs> literally everything that I still use cannabis for. So
0: that's awesome. That's, that's super awesome. I'm, I'm, I'm glad that, that you found it, and I'm glad that you gave it a try. And, and being 18, I can understand how, how it can be kind of scary doing that. I, I know I was definitely kind of scared when I, when I first did it, just because I was kind of a little bit afraid of my parents finding out. But, you know, I made that decision, and, and that decision definitely led me to where I am now. Because, you know, back then, I personally... I was just getting cannabis to get high. I wasn't getting it for any other reason. I even lied when I went to the um, the medical marijuana doctor and I told them that I had back pain or something. I just wanted to, to smoke weed. But luckily, along Come my on. journey, I found that there's so many other uses. And, like, it's funny because nowadays, I don't really – even though I do – I consume cannabis every single day, but I don't get high every single day, if that makes sense. I am definitely, like, a bigger CBD person now, a bigger, like, using it, um, like, having set intentions. Of course, like, using it to just get high is totally fine, and I do have those moments, but I find that I do have specific reasons why i use it now in my everyday life versus you know in my younger days i really didn't and i also wasn't as conscious of of everything back then so totally a journey
1: totally i mean back then i didn't know that there was any difference in cannabis i just thought cannabis was cannabis you know like (laughs) there wasn't tinctures edibles or even strains to me back then i thought you know twenty dollars worth of cannabis is you know, if whatever. It's all the same. <laughs> there was
0: no, like, strains. It was, like, weed is weed. Like, I didn't know that there was different strains. Like, I didn't discover that until I actually started going to dispensaries, and they had, like, different kinds. I'm like, oh, shit. Like, there's different kinds. There's different strains. Right. And, like.
1: <laughs> blew my mind.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Totally, totally blew my mind. It was like a totally different experience back then. Like there was no THC percentages, like none of that existed. I mean, maybe it did yeah, in other places, but I don't remember like the whole THC percentages being a thing back then. Yeah.
1: It was, yeah, no, definitely not. I don't remember ever asking anybody like what the percentage was or ever being told to me when I went into dispensaries. It was just kind of like This is the best looking stuff. This is like our top shelf. And this is our boo boo, but you know, (laughs) cheap.
0: Right, right, right. So I definitely want to get more into um, your experience with trying cannabis in your periods for the first time. But before that, can we talk about what you were doing to manage your period pains before you got into cannabis?
1: Um, Pretty much just suffering to be 100% honest. I would maybe use like a heat pack for my stomach. I didn't want to take any pain pills, uh, just because I feel like it wouldn't really help too much. I've tried it in the past. But i really just suffering. I would lay on the couch for at least the first two days of every period that I had. And it was just intense back pain, intense cramping. A lot of times I would get like really bad headaches. It wasn't a great experience.
0: Did you ever try, like, Midol and ibuprofen and, like, those types of things? Like, was that, like, introduced to you, like, when you first got your period? Because I know for me, like, when I first got my period, it was, like, Midol, ibuprofen, like, all these things. And it was kind of, like, just just normalized as, like, that's just what you do when you're on your period. There was no holistic approach. It was just Yeah, take oh, definitely.
1: Yeah. Definitely. I mean, that I, and I tried it because that's what everyone was telling me, you know, you have people in your family tell you that. So you just initially assume that it's safe and that that's the right thing to take when you're in pain. And even to this day, you know, people still will recommend that if, if I'm somewhere where, you know, I'm not, comfortable maybe telling somebody like at work, you know, I'm, I'm not going to tell somebody uh, I'm using cannabis for my cramps. But if I mention that I'm in pain, you know, someone will say, oh, you know, here's a Midol, you want a Midol or a Tylenol or so it is kind of crazy how normalized just taking pain pills has become. Yeah,
0: totally. It, it totally has. And you know, these situations make me very grateful that you know, I was lucky enough to have a daughter, my daughter, she's only five years old. And she already knows about cannabis she already knows about cbd i am teaching her at a very young age like how to manage her pain using cannabis and when that time does come for her that she gets her period i don't plan on giving her midol i don't plan on telling her to take any pills i plan on using natural medicines including CBD.
1: And that is what I love about you, dude. I honestly totally respect that you've been so open with your daughter from such a young age. I think if a lot of parents did that sooner, then it wouldn't be such a shock to them in the future when they did finally discover it from somebody else. You know, somewhere else it's, it's better. I think what you're doing is really awesome. And your daughter is so cute, by the way.
0: Oh, thank you so much I really just believe that with everything it really like everything starts at home you know like everything that we grow up to be all of our habits like it, it really does start at home so like I'm really just kind of preparing her for for to, to grow up and become like this amazing person and I kind of just want to get her started early on on knowing what's right that way she doesn't have to rewire herself because I definitely feel like I had to rewire myself in a lot of ways in you know being brought up with the social norm that that I was brought up with that I definitely do not agree with now and I'm just grateful that I am able to to raise this amazing young lady into being the best that she can be and hopefully by the time she does grow up she doesn't have to you know rewire her entire brain into believing other things because she already knows 100%
1: dude and I think that's totally so awesome of you you're you're a great parent and um, I totally admire you really
0: thank you so much of course So, so let's let's get into how you're managing your periods with cannabis now what what do you do what does your period look like these days how are you managing your pain at home and also when you're out and about
1: Um, uh, I mean, my periods nowadays are a lot better. I mean, still the first day is pretty rough, but I kind of know what to do to prevent being just totally out of it and in pain for that whole day. I will kind of start taking tinctures, um, you know, a couple days before and just to help with maybe like the inflammation and that definitely works really well and when my cramps are intense I will use a topical typically I prefer something that's like high THC with CBD in it just because it really targets the pain and inflammation at the same time but really tinctures and topicals are my best friend during my period now (laughs) and of course I will definitely smoke if that typically helps alleviate the pain, like kind of immediately, but then that doesn't, uh, the dissipates really fast. So I don't really feel that stain in my system for too long. Whereas the tincture, it lasts pretty much for four to six hours, I would say. So I'm definitely happy with how far I've come in managing my periods. That's
0: awesome. I too love, love, love tinctures. Tinctures are probably like my favorite method of consumption other than vaporizing flour, just because it's so simple, so easy. And like I use it topically as well. And I put it in my tea and like you can put it in your food. Like I definitely love tinctures as well. Do you have like a favorite brand of tincture that you like most
1: of the products that I still have here in Florida with me are going to be California brands uh just because I just got my med card here so I'm actually going to be going to a dispensary this weekend for the first time to see how it is out here I use Care by Design religiously I love that they have ratio tinctures It just really is perfect because it can target different people. And, you know, sometimes maybe you want a little bit more CBD. Sometimes you want a little bit more THC. Sometimes you want that balance of 50-50. Really do love Care by Design. I use Apothecary as well. And then I use a couple other just plain CBD tinctures on like a daily base just to help with my anxiety. Or just honestly, I take it kind of like a daily vitamin. Yeah
0: got to take it take it every single day i do too even if just a little bit do you do you use the the hemp cbd as well as the cannabis derived cbd or is it just the the cannabis derived cbd
1: I've definitely started incorporating uh, more hemp CBD in my life recently.
0: Yeah, yeah, me too. I've actually have had the pleasure of trying a few different hemp CBD brands lately. Um, I definitely plan to talk about those on my blog. I actually like it. I was on the same boat, like, you know, before working in dispensaries, like, you're promoting the cannabis-derived products. And, like, back then, I'm like, oh, the hemp, you know, it's nowhere near as good as as the cannabis-derived but actually, I actually don't mind it. It's actually really good. I actually really like it. I've been enjoying it lately. That's actually the one that I did the the review with my daughter. We did the honey oil review. Oh, that's so
1: awesome. That's okay. That's really cool. I love that you guys did that together. I love that she's a part of your videos. I think that's really like special and unique um, about you and your channel.
0: Yeah, she she's my baby girl, and she's she's another version of me. So I feel like it's only right. And also, I really just want to to normalize kids using cannabis like for normal everyday things because I feel like generally it's okay if the kid has seizures every day but what about the kid that has tooth pain or the kid that like gets cut on something I feel like it's equally as important right definitely I does not have to be like this life-threatening condition for the for it to be okay to use a plant
1: no no I, I mean I totally believe that too I mean I think it's crazy that people would even think that somebody using cannabis for their child as an alternative medicine would be looked down upon or frowned. You know what I mean? Like someone would look at that and be like, oh, that's not right, they're giving them a drug versus that parent that's giving them Tylenol or some other kind of pain pill. It's It's really crazy, and cannabis is a plant. It's grown from the earth. I would much rather smoke something or ingest something that is grown from the earth rather than something that is made in a lab.
0: And you know, most of the people that, that shame it have either never used it, or they have used it, and they used it incorrectly due to lack of education, and they had a bad experience. So I just feel like... <laughs> One of those things where, you know, you got to try it before you shame it. And, you know, you don't even have to get high. That's the thing. Like, I feel like that's the issue. It's the fact that cannabis does get you high. But people aren't acknowledging or some people aren't acknowledging the fact that you don't have to get high if you don't want to. Like I said, I don't get high every day, but I, 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 I use cannabis every single day, multiple times per day. And, you know, you don't have to get high. You can, you can find relief without the psychological effects.
1: A hundred percent. I totally agree with that. And I mean, yes, definitely. There's, that's the nice thing about cannabis is there's so many different options and ways of ingesting it or taking it that it doesn't have to be smoked anymore. You know, if you don't feel comfortable smoking it, there isn't just that option. There's tincture tinctures and topicals and just edibles and hemp. You can literally use hemp cannabis without getting high. Like that is how far we've come. So it is really, um, it's, it's nice to see how far we've come but it's also, um, exciting to see where this can go and the future of cannabis.
0: I posted a blog post on my website, com five ways to consume cannabis without smoking. Just because, you know, I'm definitely a little bit more on the health side of cannabis. I'm all for people smoking to get stoned. But, you know, the main reason why, you know, I'm in this thing is to promote the more healthier alternatives. Because, you know, no matter which way you slice it or dice it, smoking just isn't the healthiest thing that you can do for yourself. Right, um, so yeah, if you guys get a chance, definitely check that post out. Um, I give a variety of different ways on how to consume cannabis without smoking it but yeah let's 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 get back into cannabis and reproductive health. I wanted to have a conversation about sex and cannabis. Do you have any experience incorporating? cannabis into your sex life? If so, when did this happen? How did this happen? Where did you even hear about incorporating cannabis into your sex life?
1: Great question. Um, (laughs) I definitely use cannabis and it's a huge part of my sex life. I guess really when I started using cannabis, I didn't realize that it was helping my sex life. It kind of was when I didn't use cannabis, then I would realize, you know, maybe I would have a little bit more anxiety or be a little bit more in my head, which, you know, that's, that's never fun when you're like overthinking it or, you know, judging yourself. Um, I definitely think that cannabis has helped me feel more comfortable in my own skin. It's helped relax me once I started seeing how it's helped me in my sex life. I mean, I, now i pretty much, I would say I incorporate it (laughs) in my sex life all the time.
0: (laughs) That's awesome. That That is so awesome. So do I. <laughs> and I'll get a little bit more yeah. to that in just a little bit. But I wanted to know, um, when did you first like hear about it? Like other than in your personal life, did you hear about it? Like in the dispensary, did you read a blog post? Like when did you hear that other people were using cannabis in their sex life and that it had been benefiting other people?
1: You know, I don't recall exactly um, which magazine or if it was a blog online, but definitely I read it. uh, I believe it was in a magazine while I was working in the industry. So I already kind of realized maybe like at that point that it had been helping me, but didn't maybe put it too much together. Like I was just like, okay, like it's, it's, I, I enjoy it more when I'm using cannabis. But then when I read the magazine that it, there was other people benefiting from it around that time, I believe I heard of the first cannabis lube. I don't think it was actually Foria. There was, I think a brand like, you know, back in the day when it was medical, people could just kind of brand anything and package anything. It didn't have to be really tested or anything like that. So I, I remember hearing about a cannabis lube and was like, what? Like, this is crazy. From there, I just started hearing more and more about cannabis and sex. Honestly, I think it's, something that more people should consider bringing into their sex life or in the bedroom.
0: I agree totally agree I remember working in dispensaries and women and men alike coming into the dispensaries and and asking specifically like if we have anything for sex
1: totally remember like that happening too like people would come mainly men I would say I don't think women back in the day were too confident in maybe asking for it for sex but definitely a lot of older men would be like very comfortable back then asking for something for sex and back then I was like what like (laughs) I don't know
0: yeah, totally. Because there was like a lot less education back then. And it was a while before I saw the first cannabis infused lube. So, so before the lube, I remember just, um, you know, taking it from a word of mouth. So when I had that first conversation with someone like, hey, like, I'm looking for something that'll help me out. With sex, this strain helped me a lot before, so, you know, I kind of did a little bit more research on that specific strain and kind of just matched the terpenes to to a different product, but luckily, later on, like, a lot more brands started coming out and and branding products as good for certain things, and I remember Foria was probably the first lube that I saw, and then there was another one called Velvet Swing.
1: Yes, Velvet Swing. I definitely remember them, too. (laughs)
0: Yeah, but I got to say, Foria is the shit.
1: Yes, they definitely are. They have definitely perfected the cannabis lube, and um, they definitely have some amazing products for, I would say, not just for pleasure, but definitely, I don't know if you've seen their their suppositories that they have, which is supposed to really help with uh, menstrual cramps. And then they do also have a suppository, I believe, that's for pleasure as well.
0: Listen, I tried the suppositories one day just because you know like I was actually kind of working for Foria when I was working for Flokana, you know because oh right
1: you were kind of like connecting brand or I
0: was definitely like I was the educator like I was the person educating people on Foria so I even though I didn't work for them like I was still kind of kind of working for them in a way But, you know, I got some samples of these suppositories just because, you know, I needed to know what I was talking about. You can only read so much, but you really have to to try it to know (laughs) what it is. So I decided to try the suppositories out one day, you know, just on a normal day. I wasn't in any kind of pain, like I I was feeling good. I was like, I'm going to just, you know, stick it in there and just just see what happens. I wasn't (laughs) expecting anything to happen at all because. Like I said, I wasn't having sex and I wasn't in any pain, but you know, as women, we don't realize how much tension we hold in our uterus. As soon as I put that suppository in, I'd say about 10 minutes later, I felt this, this overall sense of relief in my entire body. I didn't realize that I was stressed or I was tense. You know, like sometimes we, we go so long, just, just feeling stressed out and tense that it just becomes our normal. And I felt this, overwhelmingly, this overwhelmingly sense of, of relief. And it's not like I was in pain. It was just like I could breathe better. I felt more in tune with my body. I just felt so relaxed. Like I didn't realize that my, my uterus was like so tense. And I really feel like that was just all of the stresses of, of normal everyday life that, you know, some of us just, just live with them without even realizing that it's there. So those suppositories are not only great for period cramps, they're great for just relieving stress. So I highly recommend that you try them out too.
1: Girl, you're making me want to try it. I mean, I've always been a little hesitant. I think I actually have a sample. It might be like, couple years old but
0: (laughs) I was hesitant too I was hesitant too because I'm really weird about what I put inside of my vagina I was kind of afraid that like I'd get a yeast infection or something just because I'm really sensitive down there and you know like it's not every day that you stick you know shea butter I think it's like shea butter paste up your vagina I, I had to do like a bunch of research and make sure that it's not gonna cause any kind of reaction and like I'm reading reviews and I'm like looking up all the ingredients that's in it. I'm just had to really make sure that it was safe, but when I finally felt comfortable, I did it and I don't regret it and I highly recommend that all women just give it a try because you may have some tension that you don't even realize is there and and the four US suppositories will definitely help calm you down and help you just feel a lot more flowy well you definitely
1: have me convinced so i i think i'm gonna give it a shot and i'll let you know how uh how it goes
0: <laughs> yeah and i hear it's, it's great for for pain during sex not only for for women but for men as well that want to use it anally that it helps like really just relax things and and increase pleasure and you know some people have have pain during sex just on a normal day and and it helps prevent that. So the suppositories are, are, are great but but let's talk about the lube. When I tried that lube I was in shock because I probably had the biggest orgasm that I've ever had using that lube and there wasn't even like a vibrator involved. It was just I feel like the lube really just enhanced sensitivity like crazy and really just made the experience so much better what was your experience like using it
1: I mean I definitely feel very similar to that it's very intense experience with the lube I mean I I feel like you don't even need a lot of it (laughs) like a little goes a long way but no definitely I mean it's nothing like anything I've ever used before so so different um but really enjoyable. I've used it, you know, alone. I've used it with my partner. I definitely,
0: I really enjoy the product. One thing I really appreciate about the Foria Lube is how simple the ingredients are. I know it's just like coconut oil and cannabis oil. And I feel like when it comes to, to lubricants and, and things that you're putting, you know, down there, simplicity is best. Fewer ingredients, the better. And I've tried other lubes, other cannabis lubes, and there's just like a little bit too much going on in them and I feel like that definitely kind of got me in my head because I'm like worried like am I gonna feel okay tomorrow after this is done so I definitely appreciate just how simple and clean and you don't really taste any weird flavors so I definitely highly recommend the 4 Lubes. when you were working in the dispensary um, did you have any feedback from any any patients or customers about it there
1: was a huge response of people that loved Foria. i mean it was actually crazy to see how many people came back and had friends that had told them about it and it was it was interesting at first you know to talk about it with patients but you know after a while it just became very normal i felt happy to be able to help somebody and that it was working for them
0: yeah and it, it should be it should be normal. It should be normal and, and that's why I wanted to to have this conversation with you just because I feel like sex in general is still kind of a, a taboo subject. Cannabis is definitely a, a taboo subject and I feel like both of them together are, are very powerful and I feel like you know normalizing having that conversation can be very beneficial to us all because I do know that there's there's plenty of women and men that, that have issues with discomfort during sex sex or maybe have issues with even becoming aroused and they may feel like there's no hope for them. And and there is. And cannabis is definitely so scary for, for so many people, but it shouldn't be. It is just a plant. So... Thank you so much for being so open and, and talking about this. I really appreciate
1: that. Of course, dude. And same to you. I, I appreciate you, you know, being open and vulnerable too. Because, you know, not a lot of people want to talk about these two taboo subjects, like you said. And especially together, it they are powerful. And I just, you know, I hope we can spread the message to more people how well the the two can really work and, and uh, be incorporated into their life. It's helped me immensely, like I said, being more comfortable in my own skin and just making it an overall more enjoyable experience. So I definitely 1000% would recommend cannabis for for sex life.
0: Exactly. We all deserve pleasure. All of us women, men, non binary people, we all deserve pleasure and we all deserve to relieve our pain naturally in in a healthy and very effective way definitely if you haven't given it a try like I have some tips on my website on how to use cannabis in the most safe and effective way Uh, beyond the bud has a great youtube channel where there's just so much information about cannabis in general so definitely want to check them out there's so much information out there so if you haven't Take the time to to learn, and take the time to you know to be open, and, and and erase the fear that society has put upon you, and really just embrace this this magical plant. Thank you so much for that, and and thank you so much for coming to the Wellness Wednesday podcast. I hope that soon we will meet again in person.
1: Definitely, girl. I mean, I know we will. I will definitely be back in California sometime in the future. And thank you so, so much for having me on your podcast. I mean, it's really special. And I absolutely adore you. And I adore your channel and your whole message. So I, you know, I just, I support you so much and your vision. And I can't wait to see everything that you'll do and accomplish. And just thank you so much for having me on here.
0: I definitely look forward to speaking to you again and I hope you have a beautiful day.
1: You too, girl. I'll talk to you again. Have a good one.
0: Bye. (laughs) Bye.